are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! We are back. Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bandy. With me, as always, is Trey. We got 18 years of combined fantasy football experience right here. How you doing over there, Trey? Doing good, man. Glad to be back. Got married, did that whole thing, and, and I'm back to the football time, baby. It's grind time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to have you back, buddy. Um, but today we are going over the waiver wire picks of the week. Let's get into it. All right, let's start with our quarterbacks. First on our list, I've got Zach Wilson. Looked great for the Jets. Had a, I mean, he only had one touchdown, but he led a game-winning drive. That's progress, man. That that that's progress. I love it. Yeah, I'm glad to see Zach Wilson back in the game. And uh, you know, I was a little worried at first, but he, he looks like he's you know a little bit more confident and a little more competent than uh, he has been in the past. And so hopefully that uh, keeps up with what Flacco was doing with the fantasy value for those Jets receivers. Absolutely, absolutely. And hey, Antonio stops in and says, what up? What up, Antonio? Thanks what for stopping up? by. We always appreciate you coming by, buddy. And uh, I mean, already, here comes a question. Uh, drop Jacoby Myers for Pickens, Pickens, Renfro, or Corey Davis? Yeah, I'm going with uh, George Pickens. I'm definitely dropping Jacoby Myers for George Pickens. Uh, not really feeling Renfro. Corey Davis is is worth, you know, if it depends on who you want to root for. Um, I just feel like Pickens with Pickett, that connection that they had in the preseason is going to be insane. Um, if he's on your waiver wire, I would grab him up immediately. Yeah, um, and I like Corey Davis a lot too, actually. I mean, he's been consistent over the last few weeks with our boy Zach Wilson, who we we're just talking about. Zach Wilson be a pretty good waiver wire ad. I mean, he he worked out, right? He got all ready to go. Maybe it's going to show on the field. Yeah, um, next guy we got up is like we were talking about, Kenny Pickett, baby. He's in. He's the man. Mitch Trubisky is out. Um, they're rolling with him. They're riding with him, and I'm with it. Um, Kenny Pickett, you know, he, he looked good in the preseason, and then when he come in, you know, yes, he had three interceptions. He was 10 for 13 and 120 yards and three interceptions, which means he was 10 for 10 if you take away the interceptions. Um, you know, just a little rough start for a rookie, but dude had two rushing touchdowns, which is exactly what you want in fantasy. Um, and he's on an offense that the Steelers, you know, I mean, they got great offensive weapons that uh, I think that he's really going to take off with. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love Pickett. And we said it at the beginning of the season. Uh, they're going to grab the pitchforks and they're going to say, pick it, pick it, pick it. And they did that. Pickett came in. He looked good. My eyes told me a different story than the numbers did because he looked good. He gave that offense some life. And, man, I was happy to see it. No doubt. 
Uh, next quarterback on our list, Geno Smith, who you liked a lot. I was very standoffish, and I still got to admit that I am, but he's had 20 points or more in the last three games. So he's been semi-consistent in the start column with 20 points at least. And Pete Carroll's actually letting him throw the ball, which I'm, I'm glad to see that. He's actually got a little confidence in him, you know? Yeah, I don't know if that's a shot at Russell Wilson about letting Geno cook or what Pete Carroll's got going on, but he's he's doing it. And, uh, you know, I talked a lot of shit about Geno Smith in the preseason, but once I saw him play the Broncos, I was like, this is a new quarterback. This is a new dude. He's worked all offseason. You can see the work that he's put in, and he's the most efficient quarterback in football right now. I mean, dude is just <laughs> connecting on his passes, and he's looking good. He's getting yardage. He's getting receivers open. He's getting three, three tight ends, giving three tight ends fantasy value. I mean, it's insane what he's doing over there, and, and I think he's great. I mean, I'm streaming him in one of uh, the my ESPN league, and uh, he won me the week pretty much this week. Insane, insane. Geno Smith on the waiver wire. Get this guy if you need a quarterback. Last quarterback waiver wire ad, we have Teddy Bridgewater, baby. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Teddy Bridgewater, I don't want him on my team. Well, here's the deal. He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback, but he's an efficient quarterback. Um, he was only 14 for 23 and 193 yards this weekend, but um, the dude's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Jalen Waddle. He's got an offense, and he knows how to work offense. He's a game-time manager, basically, is what he does. And when you got two of the fastest guys in the NFL as your receivers, you're going to put up fantasy points. I mean, it's just part of it. Yeah, Teddy Two Gloves bringing it back. We've seen him step into the role before and, you know, not be amazing for fantasy, but be consistently average, which, you know, for a lot of people, that's something that they desperately need, um, just averageness out of their quarterbacks this year. Um, I like the pick, and, you know, if you need them, grab them off the wire. Let's move Let's move on to our running backs. Uh, top running back waiver wire ad. I've got Rashad White from Tampa Bay. Tom Brady and him have seemed to figure things out a little bit. I know that was a crazy loss to the Chiefs, but the one positive I saw was that when he was using Rashad White in the passing game, in the short passing game, that is when Tampa Bay was clicking, and I love to see it. And I think this is one of those guys you need to add immediately. Yeah, it looks like they're uh, kind of setting Fournette back a little bit, taking a little bit of his work, kind of pull him off a little bit, make sure he doesn't get hurt, you know, because they're they're looking to go to the Super Bowl. And uh, they want everybody to be healthy, and, and now it's time for Rashad White to get in that work, you know. And, and from what I see, he's doing it, especially in PPR leagues. I think it's a great ad. Yep. Um, next, we got Latavius Murray. Um, he was signed by the Broncos off of the St. Louis practice squad. Dude got a touchdown for St. Louis this weekend, jumped to the practice squad, immediately was picked up by the Broncos because <laughs> Javante got hurt. Um, now, this is not like a throw him in this Thursday kind of ad. This is more of a um, put him on your roster and see what he does because if he comes in, you know, Gordon's been banged up, been fumbling a little bit. Um, if he comes in and, and takes over, he I mean, he's a good running back, so he, he could take over that Javante role and even have a better role. Um, but I would say if you're going to grab somebody that you want to start for Thursday, uh, Mike Boone's a good toss out there just, um, just for this week um, because I think Latavius won't be ready to play yet. 
Yeah, and hopefully Melvin Gordon is ready to play also. Um, I, I agree with you, uh, Latavius Murray. He kind of teeters that line of should I start him, shouldn't I start him. Very average again, but like I said earlier, that is something that some people desperately are seeking. Um, and we got something coming in here. Okay to release Antonio Gibson to waivers and pick up Rashad White. Mm. What do you think? It's tough, man. Um, I know um, Robinson's coming back, supposedly, and everything like that. Um, but it, it's hard to let go of Antonio Gibson right now. I mean, uh, if, if it's what you got and, you, and you're and you set at running back and you're just looking for better depth, um, I think Rashad White is better to have on your bench for, for the future. But, um, you know, if you think that he's going to get picked up, then I would go ahead and do it. But if you can, I would keep Antonio Gibson at least until Robinson's get back just to see what the split is. But, hey, you got to take risks to – get rewards and that might be the risk you need to take absolutely and we only seen it one time with Rashad White and Tom Brady working together who knows that could have been something that they just um was necessity in the moment you know because he couldn't get it together with uh Lenny so you know I want to see it on a more consistent basis for I'm willing to let go of Antonio Gibson I mean we don't we still don't know what Brian Robinson's even going to look like yet so it's uh it's a little scary and uh, it's Cheerios. Cheerios says, should I trade James Conner for Brees Hall and Kareem Hunt? I'm taking that trade all day. Yeah? Um, I like that because I think Brees Hall is on the rise. Um, I think especially now that Zach Wilson's back and everything, I think there's going to be um, more opportunity for him. I think that he has slowly looked better and better every week. Kareem Hunt is still the consistent running back he's always been. Um, and James Connors had some rough games, man. Uh, you know, it, it depends on what you're looking like. If you're struggling at running back, that's a running back group I would take. Hey, Derrick Henry had some rough games in the beginning of the year, too, but he is starting to get it going. And I don't know. I would probably hold on to James Conner um, just because he's got that boom or bust like going for him. I, I really would hold on to James Conner and uh, see what happens with him because if he does get going, you're going to feel pretty bad that you grabbed them up, lost them. Um, but <clears throat> let's go to our next running back waiver wire ad, Tyler Algier. Now, I'm sure he uh, you've been hearing this everywhere. Tyler Algier, uh, Cordero Patterson's on IR, so that's at least four games he's going to miss. Um, <clears throat> Algier and Caleb Huntley seem to be almost splitting carries in that backfield, but Algier looked good as a pass catching back and I, I want to see more of it. And I think he showed himself now they are playing Tampa Bay next week. So I may, you know, if I've got somebody better to stick in, I may stash him on the bench and see what happens. If he can perform against that Tampa Bay uh, pass rush, then I'm all in on Tyler Algier. Yeah, I, I like the Tyler Algier pick. Um, you know, I'm just worried because he's a rookie. And Caleb Huntley got 10 uh, carries for 56 yards and a touchdown last week. Um, 10 carries is, is quite a bit for somebody to split, you know, right there. And if Tyler Algier messes up as a rookie, you know, he, they're more likely to move to the guy that's been playing than the guy that's the rookie versus messing up and everything like that. So, like, I, I think it's a 50-50 shot. Pick the guy you want to pick and put them on your bench and see how the next week turns out. I'm with you. I'm with you. Go on to the next one. 
He's still there. Caleb Huntley. Yeah. That's we we pretty much covered that with the Tyler Algier, but it's the same situation. You just pick the yeah. guy you want and go for it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, guys, let's take a quick word from our sponsor, and we will be right back. Support for Force and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and worldwide shipping with the code SUPERFLEX. 20 at manscaped.com if my math is correct that's about 12 million balls that's right manscaped proud to have them as a sponsor to the show guys check out manscaped they got the new uh performance package they got going on over there they got good stuff you check them out before we move on to our wide receiver waiver wire ads preston says is michael carter a droppable player so to that i would have to say um i don't think anyone's a droppable player until i've tried to trade them um that's just how i play fantasy um but um, if there's somebody like a Rashad White on your waiver wire, I- I'd be willing to drop uh, Michael Carter for a Rashad White or something like that. But um, really try to push him around and try to get a trade for somebody, even if it's a low-end wide receiver or something like that, um, before you just drop somebody outright. Great advice, Trey. Great advice indeed. I agree. I agree with you. Um, but let's go to our top wide receiver waiver wire ads This guy may not be on your waiver wire. If you watched last week, I said put him there. Romeo Dobbs is looking like the guy in Green Bay. I've called this from the beginning. I just want to throw that out there. I mean, it was really like basic math to me. Um, You put put two and two together, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Romeo Dobbs is going to be magic. Um, He's starting to uh, show he is the guy that he's looking for over there and I'm excited to see it. Yeah, Romeo Dobbs, man. He's uh you were right. I mean, the more I look at him, the more I see uh the the guy in Green Bay, you know, it's like uh just kind of where it's going. And if that's what it takes, put him on your team. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Antonio's got a question real quick. My running backs are Dobbins, Najee, Hall, Melvin Gordon, Montgomery. What you think? Um, at the beginning of the year, I would say that's a pretty rough group. Um, but at, seeing how Dobbins played this past week, I mean, he looks like RB1 status. You know, uh, we'll have to see if that's uh, consistent and everything. But Najee, uh, now that Pickett's there, I'm worried a little bit because of the, the rushing touchdowns Pickett got. If that'll take away from the goal line work that Najee will get. And he's already been kind of iffy back and forth. Um, I think Melvin's going to be fine. Um you know, I know he's been hurt and he had a couple fumbles, but I think that this Javante Williams thing is actually going to um, make him go up. Um, and then Montgomery, I believe he's still hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I, I would still hang on to him if you have an IR spot, um, depending on what you need for your team. I think Montgomery is, um, without an IR spot, I think it's possible to drop, but make sure that you, it's really what you need to do before you do something like that. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hopefully that Melvin Gordon pick is about to pay off. I hope at least at least for a few weeks while they get uh, Latavius Murray going. I think that the plan is probably going to be Melvin and Latavius Murray split the backfield. That's kind of what I feel like is going to happen. But you're going to get at least a couple of good weeks out of Melvin Gordon if he is healthy. Right. Uh, moving on to our next waiver wire ad on the wide receiver end. Um, I've got Jamal Agnew. Um, and this is almost solely contingent on if Zay Jones shows up or not, uh, if he's still hurt with his ankle. It looks like he might play, but you know how injuries are, man. It could be right before the game. He could be out. And Jamal Agnew has the Zay Jones role, which this week was four for six, 60 yards and two touchdowns, um, which is a great stat line for a wide receiver. You know what I mean? Especially when it's somebody like Jamal Agnew that you can find on the bottom of your waiver wire. Um, so if J- Zay Jones is out, um, I'd throw him in there. I'd be willing to start him this week. Yeah, it's scary for me after uh, seeing Agnew. um, (laughs) We got Adam saying, don't add Agnew. He apparently disagrees with you there, buddy. Um, Yeah, uh, Agnew, he has the potential. I mean, but I I also am, am thinking that, you know, if Zay Jones isn't there, then yeah, I agree with you, buddy. Uh, let's move on to the next one. We've got Corey Davis from the New York Jets. We got Zach Wilson coming back. I was a little worried about Corey Davis' production coming back with Zach Wilson, um, but it, he still stayed consistent. He's been very consistent throughout the year. Um, I just hope he can keep that going. Consistency is key in fantasy football. Um, I love it. Um. Yeah, Corey Davis, we talked about him a minute ago again. But, uh, yeah, he's the dude, man. It looks like him and Wilson have a connection that I didn't expect to show up, but it looks like it's going to be there, so I think he's a good add. Um, Past that, though, we got Josh Reynolds, um, who I picked up this week. Um, And this dude, you know, without Amon Ra, with him being hurt, you know, we're still not 100% sure if he's coming back. But um, Josh Reynolds had seven uh, catches for – or seven receptions for 81 yards and a touchdown. Um, looks like to be Goff's number one dude with uh, Amon Ra out. And even if Amon Ra comes back the week before that Amon Ra was in the game, Josh Reynolds got uh, six six receptions for 96 yards. So it's still not a horrible add. Um, and I think that if Amon Ra's out, he's a startable wide receiver too easily. Yeah, I, I think it goes back to the uh, L.A. Rams days with these two. They had the connection. Then I think there's that familiarity with them, too. And I think that's why him and Jared Goff are, uh, you know, hitting it off there. And, and he has been consistent. It's been weird. You know, he just kind of snuck up on me. I didn't see Josh Reynolds coming. Uh, Bayou Bingo wants to say 100% Trey was going ham sauce on his honeymoon. <laughs> hey, ham sauce, baby. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> we got another question. Um, should I accept Godwin and DK for Waddle? Not wanting to get rid of Waddle even after Tua injury, but I'm in a bind because of Javante Williams' ACL tear and in need of a flex here. Mm, that's tough, but, I mean, if you're in need of a flex, I don't think it's a bad trade at all. Uh, Godwin, I would almost go Godwin for Waddle straight up um, in certain scenarios, but getting DK as a little added extra and it gives you that extra flex position, I think it's a good trade, uh, especially with Teddy B. And they're not. I did, I did say that Teddy B was a waiver wire pickup, but I do not think Waddle will have as much value as he did with Tua. 
I agree with you there, but like we said, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, he, he came in the game. He was throwing good passes. I think that, you know, they were just everything that was going on with Tua. So they were really just their minds were elsewhere. And I, I think that Waddle is still a good one to keep. Godwin, I'm scared every time he gets on the field now that he's going to get hurt. Um, DK, I think he, no, he just had to poop. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> the man got carted to the bathroom. Hey, at least he owned it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now everybody's looking at Lamar like, that's all you had to do, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking, bro. <laughs> uh, another one lost Javante Williams, desperate for running back depth, 12 team league, trade away Eckler to get Penny and Mixon. Oof. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I like Eckler. Eckler went off also. Yeah, he's finally stepping it up. I, I Honestly, I, I would stick with Eckler and try to get somebody like a Rashad White or maybe a Latavius Murray or, uh, um, you know, get a um, – uh, what's the dude? Not Latavius Murray, but the other one that's playing this week. Mike Boone. Get a mm-hmm. Mike Boone um, for this week and get a Latavius Murray for and see how that works out before I make a trade like that because Eckler, I think, is just going to keep going up from here on out. Yeah, absolutely. And also, Penny, is he going to do it consistently? That's what I'm worried about. Exactly. And then Mixon, it's just that guy couldn't, I mean, he managed to get a lot decent amount of yards, but man, he was fighting for every little tiny bit of it. And it was it was scary to watch. So yeah, I, I think I would also keep, keep Eckler. Ibro uh, says, I appreciate it. I think I could possibly flip DK for someone like a Brees Hall as well. I like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Alrighty, uh, let's see. Let's move on to our tight end waiver wire ads. First on my list is Robert Tunyon. Again, Green Bay is starting to figure things out. Tunyon, uh, we knew he was going to be decent, and I've seen him on a lot of waiver wires. Um, I think he's another one that kind of snuck up on people. You know, they knew he was a good player, but they just didn't know what to expect from him. Devontae's gone. Romeo's stepping up. A lot of these veteran wide receivers also stepping up. I think Tunyon is who he looks for when things start to get sticky. I, I like Robert Tunyon as a waiver wire ad this week. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Um, I, I've had Robert Tunyon before, and he's burned me, so it kind of scares me a little bit to do that. But I understand completely. I mean, the, the value's there. The targets are there. So, um, I mean, he's better than a lot of these guys out there on the tight end line. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, my guy on a tight end waiver ad this week is Will Disley, baby. And uh, I know people are going to be like, what? That's a three-way tight end freaking monster over there in Seattle. But here's the deal. He's had three touchdowns in four weeks. And and if he can you know, keep that up, one touchdown is all you need to your tight end spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A couple more catches. I mean, dude, dude. And he seems like the guy they go to at the goal line. Um, and, and you can do a lot better, you know, like you got a Kyle Pitts. Um, you know, I don't want to drop Kyle Pitts, but uh, maybe throw Will Disley in there this week. I'm sure he has a better option to get a touchdown from Geno. <laughs> Dang. Oh, man. Hey, our boys over at Patriot Sports Radio say, what up, boys? What, what up, up? What up? It's my dude over there. What's up, Chris, Eric? Love those guys. Check them out. And, of course, Sir Bong's a lot come by to say what up. Always. That yes, man's sir. faithful to our lives. I love that dude. Love that dude. And another one, a friend of mine, a friend. No, I'm just kidding. A friend of mine have Josh Allen Mahomes. Who should he trade to get a running back? 
man. Oof. So the way I look at this, um, I would t- I would keep Josh Allen, but that's because I don't like Mahomes. Um, <laughs> in a vacuum, I think Mahomes has a better season the rest of the year. I'm just the type of person that I don't want Mahomes on my team. Um, but I think you can get more points out of Mahomes. But you could also, I think, get a better running back for Mahomes. Um, so in my opinion, I'm keeping Josh Allen and I'm trading to Mahomes for a running back. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Keep Josh Allen. Um, he's more exciting to watch. Also, I know that's something to say after the performance Mahomes put up the other night, but I'm a Bucks fan, so I was not uh, excited or uh, liking any of that that I was seeing. All right, moving on to our next top tight end waiver wire ad. I've got Tyler Conklin from the Jets. I had him on my list last week. Tyler Conklin coming in, getting a little bit here and there. I'm liking him. I feel like he's getting gradually a little better and more targets as time goes on. I like this guy a lot, and I I think uh, he's something to watch and uh, definitely one to pick up. The eye test for Tyler Conklin, man, he's a monster when I watch him on the field. Like, just the way he moves and his quickness and everything. Like, if they can get him the ball more, that dude's going to put up numbers. Because, like, I didn't even, like, last year I remember talking about him a little bit, but I didn't even, like, when I watched him this weekend, I was like, this dude is quick, He's moves around, he jacks around, like, he's a monster. And uh, I think that if Zach Wilson and him can make that connection, I think he's going to be insane. Yep, I agree. Uh, Hayden Hurst, our final top uh, tight end waiver ad. Um, look, man, a lot of people have been uh, hating on Hayden Hurst. Um, he was three for four for 27 and a touchdown. Um, but I think that this is his – like him and Burrow have finally made that connection. The offense is starting to kind of work together. And, you know, on a high-power offense like that, I want the tight end there. And it's hard to find a tight, tight end out here in these streets, man. <laughs> and uh, so if you're on a high-powered offense and, and you're getting targets from your quarterback, that's the tight end I want, unlike yeah. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Trey over there not happy with Kyle Pitts um coming into the year. Uh Hayden Hurst, yes, I like him. I like him a lot. Joe Burrow, he gets a lot of looks from Joe Burrow. I think he'd be a great ad. I've been keeping my eye on this guy, definitely. Um Hayden Hurst, good ad this week. All right, this one is not for everybody, but our top defense slash kicker waiver wire ads. I got the Vikings defense, which I own myself. Uh, they got Chicago coming up. Um, Chicago uh, with uh, Justin Fields there. I mean, you know he's probably going to get sacked a few times. The Vikings are looking good and consistently performing. And then they got Miami. If two is still out, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he, he he might be a decent ad, but you know he's also going to get sacked and probably picked off at least once or twice. Vikings yeah, defense. Yeah, I man, I love the Vikings defense um, this week. Um, you know, Chicago has um, the least amount of uh, passes, completions, since 1982 Patriots. Whoa. Like, holy crap. Yeah, it's insane how little they are throwing the ball over there. Um like, I think they had, like, eight or nine, again, completions this week. Like, it's just insane. So, if you want a, you want a defense going against a team that's not going to throw the ball because, they're you know, they're just not going to put up points. And, and Chicago is like the Jets of last year. Chase Chicago with your defense. Mm-hmm. Um, another defense ad um, that I want to throw out there is the Rams. Um, and I know what you're thinking. You're like, what? 
But if they're talking about putting Dak in this game, man, and if they do, um, I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's ready to be back. I think he'll be throwing interceptions. I think he's going to get sacked. I think he's just not in his headspace. I think it's just going to be too soon if they put him back. Now, this is only like if Cooper Rush is there, I think it's going to be a little bit um, less of a good idea to go Rams. But if Dak's back, I think it's a great pick. Man, it's freaking opposite day. Cooper Rush going ham over there, bro. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and a kicker that I like, Brett Maher from Dallas. Um, Cooper Rush, if Cooper Rush is playing, um, he, he's pretty good about at least getting into field goal range. Brett Maher has been really good uh, but kicking field goals. I really like Brett Maher. He's been consistent. Yeah, and I'll throw out Will Lutz. Um, you know, he's missed a couple this year, but uh, they're playing Seattle. Their defense hasn't been that great. Um, St. Louis is normally a field goal kind of team. Or, um, uh, sorry, uh, New Orleans is kind of a field goal kind of team. Um, so I'd, you know, throw him out there. Why not? Why not? And and now it is time for trade that dude. Couple trade ideas that you may have. Let's get into it. That's yes, right. Sir. Trade that dude. What do you got for us today, Trey? So, uh, first off, I want to throw out a couple guys that I'm trying to go out and get. Um, and, you know, we had said earlier talking about if George Pickens is on your wire, grab him. Um, all the leagues I'm in, he's rostered. Um, so, that's a guy that I'm going out to get, George Pickens. I think that right now is the time to do it because before him and Pickett really take off, um, you know, you want to get him early so people don't see what they have. I think George Pickens is a great go grab. Um, and also Josh Jacobs, man, he's just been consistent running back. We talked so much shit on him in the preseason and was like, this dude's nothing like he ain't going to do shit. Mm -hmm. And then he's just been consistent for your team. And right now that is so hard to find. And so I want to go out and get me some Josh Jacobs. For sure. For sure. And I've got one I want to throw in and uh, that's Marquise Hollywood Brown. Uh, shop, you could shop him around. I mean, he people need wide receiver depth right now. And, uh, um, yeah, Hollywood Brown, D-Hop's coming back. So that's something to watch out for. Will he stay consistent? It seemed like when Kyler was throwing the ball good, um, it, it was to Hollywood Brown. So, Yeah, I just traded uh, Hollywood Brown straight across for Miles Sanders, and I think <laughs> it's a solid trade. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. Hollywood Brown's top eight wide receiver on the year. Um, I'm just worried about his production when D-Hop comes back and uh, everything like that. You know, the Cardinals tend to kind of – fall off towards the end of the year and then i'm pushing for a championship win and miles sanders on the climb baby and that's where i'm at absolutely absolutely i like it i like it a lot um, all right last one i want to throw out real quick uh jonathan taylor uh, i think you trade him away uh, I, I think i would try to shop him around um i think you can still get good value out of his name i just don't think he's going to produce about where you drafted him and i think people get so caught up in where they drafted someone that they're scared to trade away their first rounders um i'm not at all i mean that that's long long ago my team is a whole new world now it's a whole new nfl and i'd be willing to shop jonathan taylor for somebody like uh maybe a travis kelsey and like a you know a lower wide receiver on a bench you know depth or something um, and I think you can get that. I think you can get a couple different guys that I would be willing to take. Um, maybe like a, an Eckler and, uh, you know, like a Eckler and a Fryermuth or something. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking for some tight end room, I think that's somebody I'd be willing to go for. 
Okay, so I hear what you're saying. JTT is not looking good, but what are you going to do if you trade JTT away and then he starts being Jonathan Taylor that we all drafted at the 101, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I get that, but it's a risk you got to take sometimes, baby. You got to (laughs) win. Hot take. Man, guys, let's see. Uh, This ain't football, but... Judge just broke the record, 62. (laughs) Heck yeah, bro. Heck yeah. (laughs) All right, let's see. All right, it's that time again. It's time for some Thursday night football starts and sits. Thursday night football starts and sits. This week, we've got the Colts versus the Broncos. Yes, sir. Colts versus Broncos. Um, They got the point spread. The Broncos by three, and the over-under is 43 points. Um, I'm taking the under on this matchup, man. I feel like this is going to be just not a fun one to watch, to be honest. (laughs) Um, I still... Um, probably just for betting, I would take the Colts to win this game. I feel like they have to. Um, they're under pre- a lot of pressure. The GM is coming down, talking about everybody's jobs on the line, including Matt Ryan's. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I-, I give them to pull this one out, but I think it's going to be just a sludge fest. Uh, yeah, I uh, I actually got the Broncos taking the W on this one. Um, I, I think uh, Russell Wilson and the boys are starting to figure things out and starting to click, and I, I think the Broncos are going to take this one. I think it'll be a better game than you realize also, just throwing that out there. I just but, think it's going to be low scoring. I, I think it's going to be a really good game, but it's just not going to be – it's going to be a lot of defense and a lot of pushing down halfway down, pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. I think it's going to be a, like a, a good game. I think it's a good matchup. I just don't think it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. Broncos the most penalized team in the league. Flags are stopping the game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But let's get on to our starts and sits for the Colts. Let's see here. Uh, Matt Ryan as a start. I'm starting Jonathan Taylor, obviously, unless he's not playing. Uh, then I'm going to throw Naheem Hines in there. I think Hines, um, you know, can definitely do something back there if he has to, if JTT isn't taking all the snaps. And then, of course, you're going to start Michael Pittman Jr. And Mo Ali Cox got two touchdowns last week. Two touchdowns for Mo Alleycox. Uh, what do you think on them starts? Yeah, um, I'm sitting Matt Ryan. Um, I just I don't think um, I'm ready to put him out there this week. Um, and with Jonathan Taylor, you know, with his uh, ankle injury that he has, you know, and it being a Thursday night game, I'm worried about him playing. If he doesn't, I agree, Hines is in. But I think even if Jonathan Taylor is in, I think you can flex Hines. I think that. Um, Coming back from you know his injury so quickly and trying to get it out there and just push it out, I think Hines will actually get more work than people expect. Um, but I, I like Pittman and Molly Cox as well as a start. Absolutely. And move to my sits. I'm going to sit Alec Pierce, even though he's had a couple of really good weeks. Um, I, I, I don't see it happening for him. And then Paris Campbell. I mean, it looks like we missed on this one, buddy. Paris Campbell is a sit for me also. I agree. Too bad, too bad. I had high hopes for old Paris Campbell over there. 
Let's go to the Broncos starts and sits. For the Broncos, I'm starting Russell Wilson. I'm starting Melvin Gordon. Cortland Sutton, I'm going to start this guy up. He's looking like the number one over there, honestly. Cortland Sutton getting a lot of targets, running great routes and getting open. Jerry Judy over there also starting him up. Um, I think both, like I said, uh, Russell Wilson and the boys are starting to figure it out, and I'm, I'm liking what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, the only thing I would say is um, I'm a little worried about Judy. He's been a little inconsistent. Um, but, you know, if, if you've got some consistency on your team, he's worth a shot because he has a high ceiling if he does catch those deep passes. Um, but I'm not afraid to throw in Mike Boone this week either. I think that um, because Melvin Gordon's banged up, I think it'll be more of a 50-50 split than people were thinking, you know, maybe Melvin Gordon might get 70-30. And I think that might be a little bit down the road. But I think right now I think – He's so beat up, and it's a Thursday game, so I'm, I'm thinking Mike Boone will get more work than people expect. Uh, I'm obviously not because I have him in my sit column. Uh, Latavius Murray also in my sit column. This guy needs time to figure things out. K.J. Hamler, he had a really good uh, catch, first catch of the season, I think, uh, last week, uh, but I'm still sitting K.J. Hamler. And Albert, oh, my gosh, why did I draft this guy also in my sit column this week? Yeah, uh, Andrew Beck and Eric Saubert um, both have uh, more points than Albert O, and I'm sitting both of them anyway, but it's just the three-way tight ends and the Broncos not doing it for me. That hurts. That hurts. Albert O, what are you doing to me, baby? Guys, that is our show for tonight. Guys, don't forget to hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We appreciate all the love we've been getting. We just hit over 800 subscribers on the channel. So proud of that. Thanks for tuning in. We love you guys. And it's so good to have my co-host Trey back for the show. It's feeling like old times, buddy. Yeah, I just want to apologize to everybody if I sound a little raspy. You know, my throat's been a little rough, but we here and we doing the thing because we're ready to be back and it's football time, baby. Make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure y'all hit the follow. Hit the notification bell. Next time I come on here, I'll sound a lot better and you'll love listening to my pretty voice. (laughs) That's right, baby. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at 4thandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at 4thandflex and on Twitter at 4thandflexpod. See you next time on the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.